0: Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Wow, that, that was a pretty weak response there. Let's try that again. Happy Mother's Day.
1: Thank you.
0: All right. Well, I just want to say uh, happy Mother's Day to the two mothers in my life. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. And happy Mother's Day to my wife, Colby.
1: <laughs>
0: if it wasn't for me, you guys wouldn't be mothers, so you're welcome. <laughs> 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 anyway, we're, we're going to start our service this morning. Let's uh, rise and sing. We're going to sing Everlasting God this morning.
1: Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord as we wait upon the Lord. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord wait upon the Lord we will wait upon the Lord our God you reign forever our hope our strong deliverer you are the everlasting God the everlasting God you do not fade you won't grow weary You're the defender of the weak You comfort those in need You lift us up on wings like eagles. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord Wait upon the Lord Lord. as we wait upon the Lord Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord, wait upon the Lord we will wait upon the Lord our God like eagles, you are the everlasting God, the everlasting God, do not faint, you won't grow weary, you're the defender of the weak, you comfort those in need, you lift us up on a wing. Thank
2: you. Amen. Glory. You got glory. To visit their moms and grandmas and such. So, as we go into, the, uh, into prayer right now, not only let's pray for this service, but if it crosses your mind even throughout service, pray for those that aren't here. Pray that God's being represented wherever they may be. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father God, we come before you this morning. I thank you that we have so many mothers here in this church. But most of all, Lord, we thank you that you chose to allow us this opportunity, this day to remind us to be thankful for our ma's and grandmas and our wives who are the mothers of our children and such. Lord, I thank you that you have given us this opportunity. And I thank you that you love us enough that we can lift them up to you in such an honorable way. So, God, I do pray a blessing to be upon this church today. And, and primarily, especially the moms today, Lord, may they feel the love and the presence, not just of us, but of your grace in a special way this day. May everything that transpires here today, Lord, just be a testimony to who you are. May it glorify you in your name, and may you be the one who's lifted up and put on that pedestal, Father. Father, we thank you for this opportunity. I pray your blessing to be upon this service. And God, I thank you for who you are in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Guys, it's good seeing everybody this morning. I praise the Lord for each one of y'all that are here. Walk around for just a second. Give somebody a hug today and, or shake their hand. Just let them know it's good to see them in God's house. Amen.
3: It's going to keep going, up. Is okay if leaves this building?
1: Well, you might have gone back Yeah, no, I'm going to go and
2: All right, guys. As we get back to our seats this morning, you you know, here it is, Mama's Day, and I'm I'm seeing a lot of little babies and kids all over the place. That's a good thing. Looks like some little bear lost his foot. (laughs) Huh? Oh, her feet are (laughs) bare. That's good. That was good. You're just you're just full of them today. You got jokes. I have to say that one a while ago. That's probably the best I've heard from Mother's Day. That was awesome. Okay, just a few announcements this morning. I know it seems like it's still a little ways out, but it's getting closer than you think. It's vacation Bible school. A lot of folks already been working on a lot of the vacation Bible school things. Uh Miss Carla and Miss Peggy and others have been working on decorations, and getting things together. So I want to encourage you to continue to lift it up in prayer. Uh, Be praying for the kids who are coming. Be praying for the parents of those kids as well. So be praying for Vacation Bible School. Now that being said, the reason why I'm bringing it up now, we are still about four people short for our play. So if you have any inclination would like to be in the Vacation Bible School play, uh, practices will be starting here soon on Thursday evenings. It's a simple production as, as each year, but we need three more people, fifth grade or up. So it can be an adult as well, but at least the youngest for these three we still need is fifth grade. So if you are interested in being in the Vacation Bible School play and uh, in, in, in would like to take a part, as I said, adults, you're more than welcome to be. A, it's fun. You can be a part of it. Make sure to get with me or Corey Montgomery. Uh, practice starts May 12th. That Thursday, that's next Thursday. So next Thursday is when practice starts. So I want to encourage you to come and be a part of that. Now, as Chris so eloquently pointed out a while ago that it is Mother's Day, <laughs> that I would like to take a moment and let's just honor our, our moms and our grandmoms. So I'm going to ask Emily and Annabelle to come up. And they are going to come up. And this morning, if you are a mother out there, we would like to give you one of these roses in honor of what you've accomplished there. Because if you've raised any youngins, that was an accomplishment. <laughs> As you're standing there, holding the, sitting there holding the grandbaby. So hold your hands up, moms, and these girls are going to bring you a flower. Understand... What you have done, and, and by raising these kids, and doing things, and and having kids that you're raising right now, a flower does not constitute nowhere near the the respect that you deserve. This is just something we are giving and putting into your hands today to let you know that we do acknowledge you and we thank you. And as Chris said, I I want to say to my mother and my wife who are both here today, Happy Mother's Day. I don't have the guts to go further like he did, but I. We'll go with that. <laughs> Tell me how you lived through this day. and I might do it next year. <laughs> yeah, but I see Colby's eyes. <laughs> Amen. Okay, so also in lieu of, of Mother's Day, as we have done previously, if you uh, normally come to Evening Church, or even if you don't, Girls, there's Miss Lindsay up front here. We got more up here. And also, Miss Helen, Helen walked in the back. She needs one as well. There is no church services tonight. Now, why is there no services this evening? The purpose for not having church services this evening is to make sure that you have time to, to go home and give your mom a call. Y'all are up and just let her know that, hey, I appreciate you, I love you. Maybe your grandmother, maybe you need to give her a call. And guys, let me say this. I had someone this week I was talking to and they, they, they were very um, depressed, I guess, because their mom was gone on to be with the Lord. Remember that when, when one passes through that doorway into, into glory and you know that they were a Christian, they have retired. It is a glorious day. Praise God for your mama if she's sitting in the presence of her Lord and her Savior. Maybe just go home and pray and say, thank you, Mom, for what you've done for me. Pray through the Lord Jesus. I I don't know. This isn't biblical. This is a frank. But who knows? God may pass that right along to wherever that mansion is that he has built for her of hands, not of this world. So, So pray. If your mom's not here, thank God for those who still are. Pray to that one that's gone on. But most of all, just thank the Lord for what he's done. Amen? Amen. Well, that's enough announcements. Brother Bob, oh, there you go. Bob, come on down. Did all my, all the mamas and grandmamas get a flower today? All right. Let me pray with you, brother. I like that Bible. Lord, I just come before you and just ask you right now, Lord, to just bless my brother. And God, I thank you for this day. Thank you for the great Sunday school class we've already had. And for what you're going to share now through my brother to us, may you just just bless him for his willingness and his obedience, and just let him and Kelly and his parents and all have a great day the rest of this day. And may you just speak to him now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Still want me to
3: announce this? Yes. Okay.
2: You might point those out. Mm-hmm. All right. So
3: he wasn't quite right. There's one more announcement. So if y'all will. Check out the monitors here. And then, if you turn your head to the back and notice the TV that's up back there, and notice how much of a difference there is in the picture there. One of the things we're working on right now is raising funds for replacing these projectors with TVs. So, in the process of doing that, we're trying to raise the funds for it. It'll be, we're shooting to keep it under $2,000. So we're trying to raise $2,000 $2, for it. Um, we have a donation box that will be set in the back by, on the tithing column. So that's for if you want to donate towards this, that's what this box is all about. Um, right now, we're currently sitting just over half. So in one week, we've already raised half a little over. So, God's working on it. We're, so, we're just asking for a little more help, and we'll be there in no time. So, thank you guys for what you've already donated, and we just pray that y'all continue to bless us with that, so we can bless you with the new monitors. Um, scripture reading today. So, uh, if y'all want to be turning to Second Kings, Chapter 4, that's where we're going to be at. And I found this story maybe about a month ago, month and a half ago, and was going to use it for my last scripture reading, but I just wasn't sure which direction to go with it, so I held off. But it's kind of cool. You always hear people saying that no matter how much you study the Bible, there's always more to learn. No matter what you... We'll extend it and say, no matter what you do in life, there's always more to learn. And that's a true fact. The thing is, let's look at this verse and I'll explain why. So, um, we're in 2 Kings chapter 4, starting in verse 38. And it says, When Elijah returned to Gilgal, there was a famine in the land. The sons of the prophets were sitting at his feet. He said to his attendant, Put a large pot... Put on the large pot and make a stew for the sons of the prophet. One went into the fields and gathered herbs and found a wild vine, from which he gathered as many wild gourds as his garment would hold. Then he came back and cut them up and put them into the pot of stew, but they were unaware of what they were. They served some for the men to eat, but when they ate the stew, they cried out, There is death in the pot, man of God, and they were unable to eat it. And then Elijah said, Get some meal. He threw it in the pot and said, serve it for the people to eat. There was nothing bad in the pot. So looking at that story, there's multiple different directions that I could take this. But as I was looking at the story and trying to figure out which direction to go with it, one thing jumped out at me. And that was Elijah told them to to bring him meal, and he put meal into the stew. It didn't really stand out at me at first, but meal would be a common ingredient in the stew already. There would already be meal in it. So why is the meal so important then? And the answer that I found was the meal wasn't. The meal was insignificant. It was Elisha's hand placing it in the pot in faith that God would heal and he would cure the stew. That's, the only significance of the meal there. It was already in the stew to begin with. It's the same meal that they put in it already. It's just the faith behind the act that provided the healing. Um, And as I was looking at that, I realized a lot of times we'll be overwhelmed in life with things. And it just reminded me, when we are overwhelmed with things, it's just because of our focus. I overlooked that little detail and... It didn't jump out at me like it should have, but that's why there's always more to learn in life. That's why there's always more to learn in the Bible, because we often overlook little facts that we don't think about, and suddenly it makes the whole picture better. So, if y'all will pray with me, Lord, we come before you today, and we just thank you for everything you're blessing us with. We thank you for everything you provide for us in our life, and today especially, Lord, we thank you for our mothers and. We just ask you to bless them and be with them and give them joy and peace today. Uh, If they don't know you, Lord, then we just ask you to reveal yourself to them and let yourself be known to them. Uh, We just thank you again for everything you do for us, and we ask you to help us learn and help us to continue seeing the things that we overlook. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's good stuff, Bob.
0: Deep. All right, let's continue in song this morning. We're going to sing Send the Light.
1: There's a call coming ringing over the restless waves, send the light. Send the light. Send the light. Send the light. There were souls to rescue, there were souls to save, send the light. Send the light send the light send the light the light, the the blessed gospel, I let it shine from shore to shore. Send the light. Send the light, the blessed gospel, I let it shine forevermore. We have heard the Macedonian call today, send the light, send the light, send the light. At the golden offering, at the cross we lay, send the light, send the light, send the light. Send the light, the blessed gospel light, let it shine from shore to shore. Send the light, the the blessed gospel light Let it shine forevermore Let us pray that grace may everywhere abound Send the light, send the light light. And the Christ-like spirit everywhere be found Send the light, send the light Send the light, the the blessed gospel light, let it shine from shore to shore. Send the light, the blessed gospel light, let it shine forevermore. Let us not grow weary in the work of love. Send Send the light, send the light let us gather juice for her crown above Send send the light send the light so send the light the blessed gospel light let it shine from shore to shore so send the light the blessed gospel light let it shine forevermore Forevermore. so send the light the 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 blessed gospel light let it shine let it shine from shore to shore send the light the the blessed blessed gospel light let it shine let it shine forevermore
0: she wants so very badly to be a musician
1: Wonderful, so wonderful Is your unfailing love Your cross has spoken Mercy over me No eyes seen No ears heard, No heart could fully know How glorious How beautiful you are Beautiful one I love beautiful one, I adore beautiful one, my soul must see. Powerful, so powerful, your glory fills the skies, your mighty works display for all to see. The beauty of your majesty Awakes my heart to sing how Marvelous how wonderful you are Beautiful one I love Beautiful one I adore Beautiful one my soul must sing Beautiful one I love, beautiful one I adore, beautiful one My soul, must see you open my eyes to your wonders new You've captured my heart with this love There's nothing on earth is as beautiful as you You've opened my eyes to your wonders so new. You've captured my heart with this love. And nothing on earth is as beautiful as you. Beautiful one I love. Beautiful one. Our knees, O oh, Spirit, come make us humble. We turn our eyes from evil things. O oh, Lord, we cast down our idols. Give us clean hands. Give us pure hearts. Let us not lift our souls to another Give us clean hands Give us pure hearts Let us not lift our souls to another We bow our hearts We bend our knees Oh, Spirit, come make us humble. We turn our eyes from evil things. Oh, Lord, we cast down our idols. Give us clean hands. Give us pure hearts. Let us not Lift our souls to another Give us clean hands Give us pure hearts Let us not lift our souls to another And oh God let this be A generation that sees Who seeks your face Oh God, Jacob, and oh God, let this be a generation that seeks who seeks Your face. Oh God, Jacob.
0: I just want to say. When it says, a generation that seeks your face, that's not our own intuition. It's not what we think God's going to say. It might be something very different. So seek His face.
1: We bow our hearts. We bend our knees. Oh, Spirit, come make us humble. We turn our eyes From evil things Oh Lord we cast down our idols Give us clean hands Give us pure hearts Let us not lift our souls to another Give us clean hands Give us pure hearts Let us not lift our souls to another And oh God let this be A generation that sees Who seeks your face Oh God, of Jacob And oh God let this be A generation that sees who seeks your face Oh God of Jacob And oh God let this be A generation that sees Who seeks your face Oh God of Jacob And oh God let this be A generation that sees Who seeks your face Oh, God of Jacob.
2: I come before you right now and may we truly, truly seek your face in all things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give God the glory this morning. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I'm going to take a quick second here. I, uh. I acknowledged my mother is here and said, Happy Mother's Day. I acknowledged the wife of my children also, but what I didn't realize, my oldest daughter is here as a new mother as well. So happy Mama's Day to you too. Yes, I did call you out from the pulpit. And you didn't even get in trouble this time. (laughs) Amen. Praise the Lord. You have your Bibles this morning. Turn to the, ex- to the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter twenty. We're going to start out in Exodus chapter twenty with a fa- passage of scripture that many, many of us have heard, know, and probably have internalized and memorized as well. The chapter twenty, verse twelve. You ready? Everybody, if you're there, say Amen. Okay, we got one half. Of the church has got a Bible. All right, here we go. Chapter 12, honor your father and mother so that you may have a long life in the land that your Lord, your God, has given you. You get that, folks? Honor your father and mother so that all may go well with you is a, a promise that is attached there. Let me first say this. We have come this morning. We've gathered here in this place today, first and foremost, to honor the Lord Jesus Christ with our worship. Amen? Amen. He is our Lord, our Savior. Everything we say and do should revolve around Him. That being said, however, this day is also a time that has been set aside for us to honor our mothers, our grandmothers, the, the mothers of our children. This should, we should do so every day. But at least we had the, the wherewithal, the thoughts at some point in our history to set aside a day to remind us to do so. We should be honoring our mothers every day, but especially today. Now, these are lifetime tasks. It's not a one-day event, and it shouldn't be confined to an hour church service, a worship service for an hour. We should be honoring. When we read this passage of Scripture right here, it says, Honor thy mother and thy father so that all may go well with you, so that you can have the lands that God has set forth for you. I don't think there probably has ever been anything said or can be said that is strong enough or, or I, I guess the problem would be eloquent enough, expressive enough to articulate the true value of mothers, of motherhood. That is a job beyond all jobs. It never stops. And, and I, I, there's a lot of young, people, young kids in here, a lot of babies, There's some that are about to have babies. There's a lot of little children. Guess what, moms? Even when they're old and gray, they're still your children. Mamahood goes on for a long, long time. And it is something that we, we should be honoring our mothers for. Motherhood, though, let me say this as well. I know there's a couple of moms in here that are just ready for it to go ahead and that baby be born. I'm looking and I don't see her. I got one in mind specifically. But, oh, she's in the nursery? Oh, okay. But let me say this, that being a mother, that, that motherhood, that is a special gift. Being a mom is a special gift from God. And I think, to me, something miraculous happens when when, when, when a woman gives birth to her first child. I think it's rather miraculous because in reality, to me, there are two births that happen that day. One, that beautiful child is brought into the world. But the second is kind of like Chris alluded to with his joke a while ago. There is the birth of a mother as well. That young woman who has been a, a young woman, that woman who has had a life behind her, all of a sudden has just took on an entirely new mantle, an entirely new moniker, an entirely new role. She has now become a mother. That is a miraculous gift of creation. She has brought life into the world. Sure, God, the Spirit, he breathed the spirit within that child. But moms, let me say this morning, you were used by God in a miraculous way when you were able to bring, to create, and to bring that baby into this world. Praise God for that. Praise God that he chose to allow you to do that. As children, we need to, to, to understand that as well. We need to be able to... To relate back to our mothers, we need to, to talk to our moms and, and say thank you about those things. Have you noticed throughout the years, we tend to relate differently with our mothers. At age four, it's, it's my mom can do anything. You remember those days? It's too far gone for me. But 12, around the age of 12, what happens? Well, mom doesn't know quite everything. Yeah, no, that's where we're at. Then what about 14? Mom doesn't know anything isn't it? Some of my kids are here. I heard it. Mom doesn't know anything. 18, oh, you're just out of step. Now, it's not that you don't even know anything. You're just just backwards. Mom's out of step with everything at this point. But what's really interesting, and I'm saying this for my own life as well, around 25, well, mom does know a few things. Yeah, they start getting smart again. Around 35, it's well, before we decide on this, maybe we ought to get mom's opinion on this. Just this week, day before yesterday, actually, I, I'm, I'm perfectly capable. But I was helping my son get insurance, and I'm about to click. He says, whoa, whoa, don't click anything. Wait till mom gets here so we can see if we're supposed to do that. I'm like, I can do this. No, no, no. Let's wait for mom to get home. I want mom to look first. Fine then. <laughs> but it's true. It's what happens. Around 45, I think we start saying, I wonder what mom would say about that. We start thinking about it, even at 45 years old and, and older. And after that, somewhere in there. Unfortunately, sometimes we may say things like, I wish I could talk to my mother again. Our moms are in our minds all the time. And we, we relate a little differently throughout that period. But moms are special. Moms are created by God, and we should be honoring our mothers. You think about it, I think a mother has an angelic voice, just like a member of a a celestial choir when she's singing Brahms lullaby to that baby. That baby is listening to every word that mama's singing. That baby is hearing everything there. Yet that that voice that sings that baby to sleep is also the same voice that can dwarf the amplifiers when they're calling them home for dinner at 12 years old. Have you ever noticed that? I'll never forget, I could be all the way down to the school playing ball, and I could hear Frankie. That E just goes all over the place. Sorry, Mom. (laughs) I knew it was dinner time when I heard that E going across the neighborhood. That's the same voice that was singing a baby to sleep at one time. You know, we need to honor our mothers. And as men, we need to stop and think, too. I, I tend to think oftentimes especially when we were younger, mothers tend to have more patience. Mothers tend to show more patience than most men do. There's a story I came across. This mom was pushing a, uh, her baby the Walmart, and she's walking around Walmart, and this baby's just screaming and crying and wanting everything and, and yelling, and, and she looks down, and, and, and the baby's just screaming, and mom kept saying, okay, now calm down, Ellen. It'll be all right, Ellen. It's okay, Ellen. A little bit later, she we're about to go home, Ellen. It's okay, Ellen. Calm down. We're about to go home. And she go, and one of the checkout clerks, she's seeing this and she's watching this. And when she comes up there, she tells the woman, she says, Ma'am, you are to be commended at how patient you have been with little Ellen. And the woman looked at her and said, Lady, I'm Ellen. <laughs> we, moms can have patience sometimes. That's where us men, it's like duct tape. Be done with this here. Praise God that our moms are that way. Praise God that God indwelt them with that that ideology of of having that kind of patience and intuition. Have you ever noticed the intuition of a mom? It It is rather difficult, I think, to get things past our moms sometimes. You know, the old saying, well, I can fool some of the people some of the time. I can fool all the people some of the time, but you can't ever fool mom. Now, she smells things. She hears these things. These are gifts that God has given our mothers, and they have these gifts to help train us up, and that is why I believe that the scripture says that God the Father said to honor our mothers, honor your mothers and fathers so that all may go well with you. This was not just something that was spoken to you and I, folks. This was a commandment from God. We were told to honor our mothers and fathers so that all may go well. We were told to do this so that our days may be long in the land. Paul echoed these words. If you look over in Ephesians chapter 6, Paul echoed these to the believers there in Ephesus because they had purpose. In Ephesians chapter 6, starting in verse 2, he says, Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you and that you may have a long life in the land. Why would Paul reiterate that passage? He was talking to these Jews that knew what the book of Exodus said. He was talking to a people that had memorized the Ten Commandments. They knew them in, out, backwards, and all the way around. Yet here Paul is laying it out for them again, and he's reminding them this is not just a commandment. It wasn't just some little thing that God said. It was a commandment with a promise, the only commandment with a promise. That tells me there's a lot of weight to put back there. Now, some people will say, well, what if my mother is not honorable? I would would submit this today. The scripture says, honor your mother and father so that all may go well with you. In that scripture there, there are no qualifications put to that. There is no qualification. There is no no requirement to receive the honor other than she is your mother. Honor your mother's father and fathers but 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 no there's no buts god said honor your mother and father so that all may go well with you if you honor your mother you will receive a blessing hallelujah praise god and let me tell you this this morning there is not a one of us in here that is honorable enough or worthy enough to ever attain glory But God chose to die in our stead anyway, and he loves us enough that if we choose life, if we choose him, we have entry into the heavens. I'm not going to say that your mother was a saint. She may have been and she may not have been, but your mother, she may have done the best she possibly could, and you just didn't realize it. Whatever it may be, there's not for you to decide. God said, honor your mother and father so that all may go well. Honor your mother and father so that you may have the lands that God has set out for you. One of the last things that Jesus did when he, on this earth, one of the last things that Jesus did when he hung upon that cross was to look down upon his mother. Even as he hung there, he's bleeding, he's dying, he's taking on the sins of the world. He knows that this is a, a, a hard time in his life, but yet what was one of the last things he did? He looks down and makes sure to take care of, Of his mother. Even in his dying moments of life, he never stopped loving her. Even even though there was at one point when she was trying to call him out and he says, no, 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 the, the Lord is my family right now. He still loved her. God was first, but he still loved his mother. And even hanging on that cross, he never stopped loving her. Even though he was about to die, he never stopped caring for her. He never stopped honoring her. He looked down and made sure that he committed her into the hands of the disciple. In the book of John, in John chapter 19, verse 25, it says, Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple he loved standing there, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his home. Now think about this. near the cross there's mary the 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 mother of jesus mother's sister mary and mary magdalene mary was a rather common name at the time obviously but these three women are standing there and he looks down there's one other person there the 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 disciple whom jesus loved now traditional thought is that the disciple might be john himself however i would uh, disagree with that the the uh, jesus in, in the book of John, is the, only, the only name that was given to the one whom Jesus loved was Lazarus, the one whom Jesus called from the dead. In the book of John, he is actually referred to by name as the one who Jesus loved. But regardless who it is, whether it was Lazarus or John, Jesus looks down there and he looks and he sees his mama. He sees his disciple and he tells her, Mom, this is now your son. And he says, turns to the disciple, this is now your mom. In other words, I commit her publicly in front of witnesses. I give my testimony that this is the way it's supposed to be. I give oral testimony that this that she is now yours. Mom, he is now yours. And formally places his mother into that disciples for protection, requiring him basically to provide for the, his mother till, till her end. He made sure even though he was dying on that cross, even though... She was standing there and and watching. He made sure she was honored. He made sure she was taken care of. He made sure that she knew that she wouldn't have to try to get on the street corner and beg. He committed her into the disciple whom he loves hands, and it says he took her into his home. Folks, we are to honor our mothers and fathers, regardless of age, regardless of how far along we are in our life, regardless of whether you think they uh, uh, require it, regardless of whether you think they met any kind of stipulations, none of that matters. God said, honor your mother and father so that all may go well with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're here this morning and you have not, if you have not called your mom or dad in a while, or right now as moms, it's time to maybe just say, I honor you. I just want to say hello. I'm lifting you up in prayer. And moms, let me say this. You can leave an incredible imprint on your child. You want your children to be able to honor you even more so? So leave an imprint. You're leaving an imprint, actually, but it can be such an incredible imprint, a godly imprint on the lives of your children. Their lives, their, their, their actions are all going to emulate you. What you do speaks volumes to your children. How you treat them, how you act, the way you, you represent God around them is going to speak volumes to who they become. There was, there was four pastors sitting around one time, and they were discussing what was the better translation. And the first pastor said, well, I like the King James Version. You know, it's, a, it's very poetic. It's very beautiful, old English prose. Well, the second pastor, he says, well, I understand, but I like the NIV. It's, it's more modern. It's easier to read. I just, I just like the NIV. And the third guy, he says, well, you know, I like the message. I like it paraphrased. I like it in just above a language where I can fully understand it and comprehend it. And the fourth pastor didn't say anything. And they looked over and said, well, which one do you like the best? And he said, you know, I like my mother's translation the best. And they looked at him and said, your mother translated the Bible? And he said, yes, she absolutely did in her everyday life. And it was the most convincing translation I have ever seen. Hallelujah. She lived it out. And folks, I would say to you this morning, thank God. Thank God for the mothers who... Who, who who live out and proclaim their, their faith in Jesus Christ. Your kids see that. Your kids see what you believe in. You can say, oh, I believe in God. You can say, I believe in this and I'm going to go to church and I'll do this. But they see by your actions what you truly believe. They see whether you truly are translating the scripture or not. They are looking to moms and grandmoms. And that's why it's so direly important today that we honor them, that we remind them. It's those mothers that oftentimes become the stories that are told about in the families. Moms tend, as we all do, this physical body breaks down. But isn't it great that the message they leave behind is what the family continues to share after they're gone? They talk about their moms. Look at what my mom has done. My mom has done this and that. The, the big white gaga pit back here was done in the honor of a mom. A son wanted to do it for the youth in the name of his mom. Hallelujah. Because his mom was so active with youth. What imprint did she leave on that, on that man? She loved the youth of the church and wanted them to come to know Christ. And now, even though she's gone to sit in the presence of her Lord, she's still working. Because of the imprint she made on her son and others. How many lives have been changed by the imprint of a mother? You know, a little girl was sitting watching her mama wash dishes one day, and she looked up and she noticed there was about four gray hairs standing out there. And she said, Mama, what, what, why are those hairs, why, why do you have those gray hairs? And Mama looked there and said, well, honey, every time you do something bad, it gives me a gray hair. And then a couple minutes, she said, Mama, how come Grandma's all white? We need to love our grandmamas today, too. Amen? If they, they put up with our mamas. We need to love our grandmamas. This as I see in here right now. I see grandmamas holding little bitty babies. One up here singing, one back there. There's little bitty babies being passed all over. Yours just went outside. There's little bitty babies being passed all around to grandmamas. Hallelujah. What an incredible sight that is. Isn't that wonderful? And for that reason, we should honor our grandmas too. God said, honor your mother and father. But you know, as we honor our mother, she's going to honor her mother. We can honor our moms and just lift up a, a word of prayer and say, thank you, Jesus. I, 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 what is a grandmother? I came across a couple little things I wanted to share with you this morning that I just thought was really cute. One, one little boy said, grandmamas are these when they read to us and they don't skip parts of the story or mind if it's even the same story over again how many grandmamas are that but here's the one i really thought hit home it said everybody should try to have a grandmother especially if you don't have tv because they are the only grown-ups who actually have time ouch but how true let's let's honor our grandmas today too how many times grandma hardly ever probably says no well I don't know. At our house, grandma tends to not say no. Why not honor our moms? Why not honor our grandmoms? I think most of us probably have memories. I, I, th- I tend to think if you think of mom, the thought that actually usually coincides with that is home. And when you think of home, what happens? You start smelling the cookies cooking. You start smelling that meal. Uh, in fact, I was just telling my oldest son who came over to the house yesterday, I love it when you kids come home because my house smells good. I get real food when y'all come home. (laughs) Just kidding. She cooks all the time. But I know if the kids are coming, there's going to be a good meal being cooked of some sort. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. I didn't mean that either. (laughs) A square meal, I meant. Oh, my goodness. There's no way out of this one, is there? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I don't even know how to get out of this one. I think y'all know what I meant. Y'all know what I meant. <laughs> um. Yeah, back to where we were. We're at before I, I veered off course. <laughs> I hit the curb, bro. <laughs> anyway, um, I did. Yes, I was. Um, I'm thinking about home. Yes. <laughs> I never, I've never stood here this long and not said anything. I'm trying. Um. I even, I'm even umming. Uh, okay, <laughs> we should honor our moms and the mothers of our children, and we honor them and remember. I think. Okay, I remember where I was at now. I, wa- I wanted to mention how the fact that moms usually equate to home, and home usually equates to acceptance, and and that that and remember, it's acceptance, baby. I love you. But anyway. <laughs> Home usually is where we can go and be what we want to be. Home is where we're accepted. Home is where we can sit back and, and, and not be perfect and not be what the world says and just, just fall into the arms of our mother. That's when we, we hear the door, the, think of home, you hear the screen doors banging, kids running out, kids crying, kids running and playing. Yesterday, we had grandbabies running all over the place and everything and, and the, the kitchen and everything, everything just, just explodes. But then even after all it's gone, Sherry said, what a perfect day this was. Because it's perfect because everybody's home. Everybody's there. Everything's just going the way it's supposed to be. That's why we should honor our mothers. That's why God gave us those mothers. And if we will stop and quit arguing and being so hard on them all the times, I think, and just say, you know, they did the best they could possibly, or, or just lift them up in a word of prayer, we'll realize just how great it is that God has given us those mothers. And moms, I can't stress enough how important it is that if you will translate the scriptures into your life on a daily basis, how those kids will grow. It came up in Sunday school. Deanna mentioned that the the, the scripture, train up a child in the way they're go- train up a child in the way they are to go, and when they're older will not depart from it. We train them up, not just with our words, but with our actions. And I think our that mothers have the primary focus of children is the mothers and, and and men I'm not letting you off the hook here it's just your day's coming but moms have that that maternal instinct kids listen to that mom to that grandma and they see and they hear and they they have that imprint put upon them of being accepted of being loved of being their arms wrapped around them when they are in that kind of acceptance when they look at you in that kind of way we need to impart to them The love of God, the grace of God, the best thing that we can do for our children, the best thing that we can do for our grandchildren, the best thing as moms and dads actually that we can do is to make sure that we are personally right with God and by being personally right with God and having our relationship with Christ the way it should be, I'm not saying politically correct like the world wants. I'm not saying be what the church even wants. I'm not saying be what the doctrine says you have to be this or that. You have your relationship right with God, your heart with his heart. That will be then manifested to the lives of your children, and your children will know when they see you that the best translation of the scriptures that they saw was in that one who loved them the most on this side of glory. Folks, we need to love our children. Moms, you need to love your children and impart the the grace of God to them. And then everyone else, we need to look to our moms and our grandmoms And the Bible, as I said, it didn't give a stipulation. It said, honor your mother and father so that all may go well with you. It's a promise. Paul thought it important enough to repeat it to the Ephesians. Honor your mother and father so all may go well with you. Jesus, when he hung upon the cross if it was important to Jesus to make sure that his mother was taken care of, if it was important to Jesus to know that his earthly mother was still loved even after he was going to be gone, if it was important to Jesus to make sure that, that his mother knew that she would be, have someone there to take care of her, if it was important to Jesus, then it should be just as important, if not more so to us, to do the same. We should be honoring our mothers on a daily basis. But especially today, call her up. Lift up a prayer. Maybe it's your grandma you want to call. Your wife and the mother of your children. Let them know, hey, you know, thank you. Thank you for who you are and what you are. Appreciate them. Care for them. Let them know that you love them. That you love them deeply. I think the more they know that they are loved, the more that they'll show that love of Christ back onto you as well. The message this morning is very simple. The Lord says, "Honor your mother and father, so that all may go well with you." There's no greater way to honor your mother and father than accept the Lord of that who is their Lord as well. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, The greatest thing you can do is to make sure that you'll see her again the other side of glory. For those who know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, He says that there's going to be a glad reunion day, that we will all be called together in the sky one day. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're breaking that, you're making it to where that, that doesn't come true in your life. He said, Whomsoever believes in me shall not perish, but have everlasting life. If you will put your faith in the hands of Christ, Christ said, I'll build you a home of hands with hands not of this world. And that there in the twinkling of an eye, the dead in Christ shall rise, and we shall join together in the air and in one accord. Praise his name. So the question this morning is this. Have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? And if you have not, why not? Maybe you've turned and ran away. You walked away from Him. The great thing is, He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Even if you do, turn your back on me. The consequences of your actions are there, but I'm still here. All you have to do is turn back around. Moms, you may be out there right now and say, You know, I don't feel as though I'm worthy of that honor. Isn't it great that God said, I'll put, in Psalms 103, he said, I'll take your transgressions and put them as far as the east is from the west if you'll just give them over to me. All you have to do is say, Father, forgive me. And mean it. Don't just say it, I mean it. I'm I'm saying to mean it. You give that over to the Lord and mean it. And watch the grace that comes into your life. Maybe those kids that have been distanced God will bring them back. Kids, maybe that parent that's been distant, maybe God will bring that relationship back. The thing is, there's got to be forgiveness and mercy applied, and that is honoring. I'm not saying your mama was perfect, but I'm saying that my God is. And in honoring her, we offer the forgiveness that God has given us. What did Jesus say in that prayer? And the model we're supposed to follow, he said, forgive others as you have forgiven us. Let's forgive our parents if we're in that position. Call them up. Let them know, you know what? I don't understand everything, but my God does. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus, your Lord and Savior, this altar will be open. You can pray right where you're at, but make that decision first. That's first and foremost. And once you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior, then pick up that phone and tell mom. Say, hey, guess what I did today? Guess where I'm going today? Guess guess who I know today? But call your mom. Call your grandma. If your grandmas are still here, call them up and let them know. I love you. Honor your moms and dads. So that all may go well with you. Let's all stand. I want to lead us in a word of prayer. Again, remember there's no services tonight because I want to make sure that you have the opportunity to put in action what, we, what God's told us there in his commandments. Take time to pray, but honor your mother and your father this day. Do it every day, but especially today. Again, this altar will be open. I'd love to pray with you. You can pray at this altar. Maybe you have some unforgiveness in your heart, and you just can't. You you, you just can't lay that out there. You're not in a position where you feel capable of honoring your mother as of yet. It would still be honoring if you would just take that to the Father and say, God, give me the strength. You know how that's honoring at that point? Because you're, you're trying. You mean it? You're trying to get there. And God said you can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you. You may not be able to do it, but he who abides within you can. Are you willing to turn it over to him today? Honor your mom and dad so that all may go well as we pray. Father God, I just come before you. Thank you for this opportunity that we can come up and just say thank you to our moms. Thank you to our our grandmothers. Thank you to the mothers of our own children who sometimes are even our own moms in ways, I think. Thank you that you've given us that, them people with that maternal instinct of nurturing and willing to move us to where we need to be. God, a rose cannot say enough, but your hand and your word upon their heart can. So I pray for every mother represented here today, every mother that watches a DVD or the YouTube, no matter how that your relationship may seem, I pray this morning that you'll feel God's presence. God touched them in a special way. May you move in the hearts of these mothers and grandmothers, and may your will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As we sing this morning, sing. Sing out with all your heart. Let the world know that you not only appreciate mothers, but you appreciate the Lord who gave you a mother sing out and let's just let's just become one in accord today as we sing